You are listening to a Cold Lake Community Church podcast. We hope today's message inspires you. Cold Lake Community Church, a place where families connect. I just want to encourage you guys to come on up. This is Kristen and Nish. Good friends of ours, and, um, and yes, they will have uh, the rest of the next half hour here or so to be able to share about who they are and the ministry of the Bud Center. Thank you so much, Pastor Mark. Uh, yeah, as he mentioned, this was some of the stomping grounds of our journey to serving in Sri Lanka, and we just want to start off by saying a big thank you that because of church, a church like you, it keeps us in the nation that we love and the nation of the people that we love to serve. Um, As you might recognize, Nish is Sri Lankan himself, so that was where he was born and raised. You might wonder how him and I all happened, but I had gone on short-term missions on several trips and I had already felt a longing in my heart to serve a people that I didn't even know about. Actually, when I first stepped foot into Sri Lanka, I I needed to look it up on the map because I didn't know where it was. But God had a journey, he had a plan, he had a purpose, and he had formed it, uh, obviously from the moment I was in my mother's womb. And so it's just a lifelong journey that, like Mark said, each of you are on and each of us are on. So it's such a privilege to say that we get the opportunity to be in Sri Lanka It's a beautiful country. Uh, You can see up there our family photo there. So it's Nishanta, myself, and our three children. Anisha is eight, uh, Michaela is five, and Jaden is three. Two out of three of them were born in Sri Lanka, something I said I would never (laughs) be willing to go through, but uh, God's grace was good for that. And we have wonderful, healthy uh, children that are just such a blessing to our lives. So um, we are global workers. That's the term that the Pentecostal Assembly has placed for all missionaries that serve uh, with the PAOC. Uh, this was our stomping grounds, our launching uh, church for that. We had shared with Lance and Cindy and Hayward and Effie on what was on our heart. And, you know, they were like, are you sure you want to leave Cold Lake? And you know what? We did love it here. We loved it. We had wonderful friends. But you know what? When God is stirring your heart for something, there's no hiding it. You can't deny it. You can't run from it. You just have to run towards it. And um, I have brothers and sisters that live either in Cold Lake or in Pearsland. And, you know, to leave them is always a hard and big challenge and a a letting go. It's a morning at some, sometimes when you just are so far away. But the calling of the Lord was that much stronger. And thank goodness for technology we have today, the communication is still there for us. So that's our family. Um, and that is where it all got, it's got started. You can talk about location. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't think it's working. Oh, what? Okay. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. My name is Nishanta and I don't know why I put this one up here, because everybody knows. But Sri Lanka, just to uh, explain where it is, you'll see that pink circle. That's where we are, right? So I am from there, and yeah, that's where we serve. And like when Pastor Mark said, you know, um, you guys can come one day, you know, with Pastor's permission. Yes, we are really, we'll be really happy to have you guys and work with you guys and show our mission and work and ministry and to uh, be a part of you guys too. And 
like uh, like yeah it's it's like he said it's on the other side of the world and yeah now right now our churches are done and they are sleeping or maybe monday morning there <laughs> but yeah this is where we are from and uh, we are from the center of sri lanka called kandy a place called kandy and that's where we are right so this is like christian said it's a beautiful island uh, we have a little video uh, what we are doing in sri lanka just to give a glimpse There's a glimpse of what our daily life is like, what our family um, is involved in. We have uh, staff members that we pay um, to work with us on a daily basis, so they work full-time, and you can see that there's many children involved, as well as a couple times a year, at least once, possibly twice, we do receive missions teams to us to help serve, and it's a great experience to have that. Um, the facility you see there... Um, is called the Bud Center. It stands for Building Up Dreams. So when Anish and I had dreamed about going back to Sri Lanka, we wanted to facilitate something in a rural community um, that has not any Christian witness um, that needs 
many, has many needs. And this was actually in Nish's home village. So it was on home turf for him. We bought a piece of property and through the fundraising and the blessing of many churches that got on board, including you, we built this center. And you know, you build something and then you wonder, are they going to come? Are people going to get on board what we do? But you know what? We'll, we'll, we'll start up, and even if we receive one, uh, we will open these doors. And so this is our facility that we use. And our motto, uh, you can see the scripture verse there, is train up a child in the way that they should go. And it continues on to say, and when they are old, they will not depart from it. So as mothers and fathers, many of you are mothers and fathers in this room, that is our goal as parents, to equip, to train up, to model for our children uh, the way that they should go and to be on the right path, to serve the Lord, to be good uh, citizens in the community. And this is our motto that's on the frame of our door at the community center. Now, the, the kids, the after-school program that we run is offered to Christian or children from all backgrounds. So we have uh, Buddhists, we've had some Hindu, um, we've had some Muslims, we have some Christian kids as well attend our center, but we always emphasize this as a motto for us. Um, and that is what our ultimate goal is not, we're not parents of all these children, but God has placed us in a place of authority to say we can influence, we can come alongside parents and be an impact in children's lives. So this is where that facility is. Yeah, like uh, when we started this one, I, I was praying, you know, like we were praying and we were like, at least if we have eight kids, we'll start. And I know some of our colleague friends were there too. And we had 68 kids to start with. Praise God. You know, like, it was amazing to see. And like Kristen said, it's, it, is, it is a place we built uh, kids' dreams. The way they dream. You know, like, in a country like that, uh, we have lots of dreams, but some are just fading away. You know, can't get into that. But we want to help with computer classes, art classes for their extra education and all these things. So they're allowed to dream like us. We did. We dream them. You know, they don't work until you do it, right? I, I got a book, like, you know, like, say, dream don't work unless you do it. So this was my, you know, I love these words. It doesn't work until you dream it, uh, do it. Yeah. So it's basically a facility that's free in the community, and we open our doors to anyone from any background, from any walk of life, and um, we say you're welcome here, and there's opportunities for you. What are some of your aspirations? What are some of your goals? What can we offer to you to help um, brighten your future? So what we do, Nish kind of touched on it. It's an after-school program because if we were to open a facility and say, hey, we just offer Sunday school, and hey, we just offer these Christian programs, we probably wouldn't have a single child come because of the demographics of our community being so strongly Buddhist. So we've had to get creative and say we offer educational programs. But there's a twist to it. The twist is that our staff are constantly in prayer for these children on a daily basis. Our teachers are probably not the same as a teacher in every school where we are uh, Christ-centered, loving to the children, giving relationship one-on-one -on -one attention to these children, which often they may not receive in their school setting. And then often some of them come from very, very broken homes. So they may not have a parent who even cares to know about their day, to know how they're feeling, to know what they're going through in their everyday challenges. And us, Nishanta and myself, involved there and our staff, we're constantly pursuing those things with them. How are you? How was your day? 
what are, you know, what are your dreams? How can we help you in it? And this is the facility we've been able to offer. And these are the faces of the children that come there. Um, we've probably seen over 150 children walk through our doors and being with us um, for certain seasons. Uh, we've been opened and operating for about five years' time. But we see fluctuation all the time in our numbers at the center. Some will come for a year, and then suddenly they don't come. And when we pursue why... Often it's the opposition and the fact that we are Christians and their parents don't want us rubbing off on them and for them to accept Christ. So it's almost like when they feel something's changing, something's stirring in their life, they'll kind of close up and they'll step away and then we'll lose those children. So you can pray with us because we're wanting to grow it further. We're wanting to see lives change and impact happen. And our ultimate goal is to see their lives for eternity changed. And so we're pushing for beyond that, beyond the practical, beyond the um, just the daily things that we get to do with them. And also... Uh we have different things, like only not only for kids, like especially for moms. And uh, I love that picture of the shoe project we do. And Colleague Community Church has done marvelous thing, giving us financially and prayer supports and all. And they all receive those Bible verse, uh, what Sunday school did and all. And especially the mom's cooking day, that was that is kind of my favorite day because we get to eat something different. Uh, like the the lady with the baby there and that's my brother's wife and you know my brother shared me like oh she came home and made those chocolate chip cookies or something and he's like I couldn't even break it with the hammer like he's like anyways we get to eat at the center uh yeah so it's kind of like you know like Mark talked about this morning we open every opportunity for mother's groups to happen men's things to happen we don't have a men's thing at our center but I offer a mother's cooking class Um, But it's more than that. We cook together, we socialize, we get to know one another. And then in that, I get an opportunity to share kind of what's on my heart. And um, we get to talk about our troubles, the woes and challenges and joys of mothering and all that. So that's another outreach that we have at our center. And um, Yeah, yeah. the other ones are like, I'm going fast, like Christmas programs we did. It was an amazing Christmas program we did last year. That was our first one, actually. We normally do with the kids and the families, but we were like, why don't we stretch out and do for the whole village? And we started praying with staff, and we we were, like, gathering everything, and suddenly we hear this. uh, My brother came one day, and after a funeral home, you know, like, Asian funerals they have for seven days. So he went one day, and he overheard people, kind of like 12, 10 guys were saying, like, oh, they're going to do a Christmas program you know what we are going to do? We are going to destroy it. Like, then my brother came and told me, like, uh, I overheard that, like, these people are saying, um, they're going to come and destroy it. And he's like, you better stop it, because you are working with kids, and your kids are going to be involved in this program. And I told Christian, and we were like, but this is our heart. This is what we are, you know, like, as a Sri Lankan, as a Canadian, that's what gold has called us to be there, you know. Otherwise, I can be in Canada, you know. You know, everybody's dream sometimes. But God has called us to be there, so why are we afraid of that? Then I, we talked, we prayed about that, and we were like, no, we're going to go for it. And anyways, we started it on the road. And, of course, our uh, kids' parents, uh, especially dads with us, you know, they were like, don't worry, we have swords, we have these things, we are going to protect you guys. We're like, no, we don't need that. But they stood all along the uh, uh, village. And anyways, we started on the road, 
no power so we had to pull everything back all the music stuff and all back to the center and we were like there's not going to be people because everybody is being threatened not to go there and seven o'clock we start we saw like a flood gates like it's like flood so like people like constantly coming we had nearly over 400 to 500 people we never saw, seen this in our village i don't know not i mean our village is about 1000 1500 people but this is a huge amount and they stayed till 11 till we finish our program so we had we were like we were filled with holy spirit we were giving gospel we are singing songs and they were enjoying and my, the guys who were su- supposed to come and destroy guess what they were there too and they were like having coffee and my brothers like giving coffee to them so you know like we have seen god's working in our, our place and that's the other picture is the school program we did a shoe program we gave uh, we did a big project for a school it's a small school like 78 kids there we clean whole school and because you know like we didn't have a good relationship with the people like the authorities there because we are christian and they put a boundary saying the principles like don't go to the center because they are connoting your kids and so we got opportunity one day we were like praying what are we going to do this christmas and i was like let's go to the school and talk to and she was like you were god sent we were trying to do a program and we didn't have any finances guess they haven't done a, a prize giving for 28 years in that school because they were like a financial and they were like teachers were get, like on a teachers meeting and they were discussing and discuss discuss discussing no discussing uh, anyway they were talking about that and we went there and we told them but this is what we're going they were so happy principal even cried that was and when we started cleaning the school principal was there from morning till 6 she's old but she worked with us and now we have a really good relationship with the school too So we've been sowing a lot of seeds and all these things take a lot of finances. So like for this Christmas program we had purchased shoes and Cynthia in the Sunday school had written on little paper shoes scripture verses and encouraging words for each student. So you know what? The Lord has been sneaking his ways in there sowing those seeds and many things. And this Christmas program after having years of opposition in the community and seeing people on the negative aspect of what we're doing not liking it come out out of curiosity but stay to hear what Christ wanted to say to them and so you know God's knocking at their hearts and we believe that one day we'll see it all come to fruition so the bud children we have many programs going on this year we started a music program we had a team that came from canada and they helped us purchase instruments um and we have a wonderful teacher that uh teaches that class and there's a whole group of us we also offer a children's club every saturday where kids are actually stepping out in leadership and running the program themselves and say this is our initiatives this is what we should do so it's just helping them to stand boldly to be brave to uh, reach their capabilities and this is the freedom that they sense at our center We've had many missions teams like we mentioned this year. We had a school team from uh BC and then we had another group come from Vermilion, a church that supports us. So it's always impactful the things that they do. And so if there's any opportunity that you'd love to come and be with us and see firsthand and get involved with what we do, you're always welcome. We talked about that one already. Good. Yeah, uh like I said, we were like when when 
to be honest, like when we were coming to Canada, we were like, what are we going to talk? Because lots of people know us about us and about what we do and all. But, you know, God kept giving me this word, you know, you're the, you know, the light of the world and the salt. Like, I was like, yeah, how am I going to explain? But when I think of ourselves, you know, especially like uh, Kristen coming there uh, to be the salt in Sri Lanka, that was God given, like, you know, she didn't come for me. She didn't come for anything. She came for mission work. And she has been there, you know, from 14 years now. Like, something like that. Uh, so, she's old. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm older than that. <laughs> and she is being the soul there, you know, uh, with kids, with families, with parents, learning language. And, you know, even my kids, like, teach how to pronounce words. So, it's been blessing for ladies and you know the churches and all so we were called to be salt I had to turn my words sorry <laughs> yeah I was thinking like what is salt when I you know like we all know about salt but what is salt is when you take like here in Canada I have seen like on roads first time when we uh, when I came to Canada why why are they throwing salt on the road you know why don't they use it at home like because, well, oh, of course, I didn't know about snow. I didn't know about anything about these things. They're like, I see the salt on the road. I didn't like it. No, I knew it was salt. And there's other kind of salt too, right? You know, like Himalayan salt. You guys know that pink salt. And there's north India, you have this black salt. In Sri Lanka, we use ocean salt or the whatever, the sea salt. And there's different salt and different ways of using it. Salt you know like it explains when you read lots about salt it explains what is salt you know biblically or you know anything like even in roman soldiers i was reading like they got paid partly with salt and cash imagine today we are getting paid with salt you know in mission field we'll have a mountain of salt there and little money right those because that important salt was salt right uh, like equal to gold maybe you know, if you get paid with gold and money, that would be nice, right? Same like that those days. If you read, you, you'll see Roman soldiers got paid. Anyways, salt is uh, something that you use for flavoring, right? And, you know, with the Asian country, there's other countries. We use lots of spices, lots of flavors, even in Canada, salt and pepper. Well, you use salt. Anyways, we use like spices, like chili and all. Anyways, salt used as a flavor too. It gives a really good flavor. And I'm really going fast, but you know, like also used as a, a to, you know, uh, like this story I was watching on a TV. They give salt to monkeys. I saw the, on Discovery. And you know, like when there's no water and all, people don't have lots of water, they will hide salt on trees and all those caves, so the monkeys will come and eat it, and they get thirsty. Then what they do, these monkeys will run somewhere and find water, and then people will go and get water. So this is very important, like, you know, like, it makes us thirst thirsty, like when you read the verse, I don't know whether I have it up there, yes, uh, it's in Matthew 5.13, you are the salt of the earth, but if the soul, like the first part, you are the salt of the earth. Like this is very important for me to, you know, I am the salt of that nation, you know. Uh, like I said, I can come here and work and do all things, but I wanted to be the salt. 
right? I wanted to be the soul for those kids. Uh, hmm? Sorry. I wanted to be the soul for these kids or to my family, to what I work with. So if I don't have that flavor in me, how am I going to taste them? Right? How am I going to make thirst for them? You know, making thirst for Jesus. That's what we do. That's what we are, we are to do. Then they come looking for water. They will come and they will come to church. They will come and meet somebody and say, I am thirsty. That's what those kids are doing with our center. We will give them salt. And we will feed them salt. Not physically, I'm saying, you know. Like, we will give the salt. We'll make them thirsty. Right? But, and same times, we will be there. We will spread. Like Christian said, it's a Buddhist country. And I'm not afraid to say, we, it is hard. Like, even um, last... Uh, what is it, the Good Friday? We had a big incident, you know. It was so hard for me to be the salt there. Like, uh, guys, you guys know that we had a, another terrorist attack in Sri Lanka. Like, we were in the house for over one and a half weeks. Nothing. Can't even go out because curfew. No food. Some, you know, we were lucky. We have something garden around. But think of the other people. You know, how angry they are. Even me, I was like, my human came up, you know. I was angry. I was ready to go with people and do things. But like the worship time they shared, victory belongs to God. Like my family always I heard, victory belongs to victory belongs to God. Right? Just you tell me. Like I was so mad. I was like, you know, like I had a sword and all and she I had to cut it down because she's like, Can't destroy that because you know, there was Things happening in Sri Lanka like this year, and we had to lock the gate for the first time for year, uh, for weeks. Can't go out to get anything. Lucky we had water, and there was other plans with this. But if I have not been a Christian, I would be on that same place, not showing my salt, right? Another story like we we were running out of uh, running to see a, 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 a staff excess ex-staff from our bud center in hospital having baby and suddenly a neighbor guy put a, one, a pile of rocks we couldn't drive through so I was so mad because we were in a rush I can't go over because it's you know like a huge pile of uh, rocks and you know I got a little mad but Christian's like reminding me you know be the salt what are you going to do this is the parents who comes to us you know uh, parents kids who comes to our center and it is not easy to be the salt but this is what Jesus has called us to be right um, yeah even you know like like I said uh, we are to be flavored we are to add that flavor to the other people and uh, also there's you know like salt used for many things like to preserve things you know uh, even in Sri Lanka when you fishermen go on uh, fishing in the ocean uh, some have fish, but some are making dry fish. I don't know whether you know uh, Michaela's favorite fish, dry fish. It's salty fish. What they do, they use salt water to keep it uh, not rotten or anything, right? So, yeah, we we don't want to lose that saltiness. Like, we want to be the salt. And, sorry. Want me to read it? Yeah. So it says, you are the salt of the earth, but if the salt loses its saltiness, how can it be made salty again? It is no longer good for anything except for it to be thrown out and trampled underfoot. Matthew 5.13. Yes. Like, it says, don't lose your saltiness. 
that means we won't lose our salvation but we we might you know we might lose our saltiness right but we can always come to god and ask for that flavor and the salt again right so yeah so this is a really good day for us as a family for you guys as a church to confess and ask for that restoration you know give me that salt i want to be the salt even if you're not a missionary if you don't go out but you could be the salt at the church you could be salt at your workplace and your family you know it doesn't take that much to show your salt to others so be that person today come and ask jesus you know you don't have to come friend i don't know how it works but you could ask in your hearts jesus restore that salt in me uh, renew that remind me that salt that i have that salt within me and make me a thirst for jesus amen let me be the salt at the school i work at the place i work it's it's not easy i work here too so it is not easy to be the salt sometimes at our workplaces but it's a challenge even in our mission field with our families it's a challenge like when i like i said that day when we had that issue we would have packed everything and come but we wanted to be the salt and show them that we are still the salt and the light of that nation thank you god bless you oh. so yeah <clears throat> just in closing this morning um as all of you we have day to day challenges we have many things that we're walking through in our lives and uh If you think of us you can just pray for us. We are currently in Canada as you see us physically standing here. Um but we're here in order to continue to share what our involvement is in Sri Lanka, share the needs, share the concerns, share our challenges, share what's on our heart to bring attention to the nation of Sri Lanka and its people and how we can pray because prayer is powerful. And then as well as financially everything we do on a daily basis um paying our staff feeding the children that come making good programs and materials for the classes that we teach um to travel and many different things that we do in order to keep our longevity keep our foot in the door in Sri Lanka is account like done through prayer and the financial support that your church gives and the many churches so we'll be all around Alberta these next few months pushing for that so that we can return to Sri Lanka and continue to be the salt and you can just pray for us as a family you know we're not always feeling on top of the world and that things are wonderful and there are challenges that we face um countrywide that cause us to think should we go back because it's easier in Canada in some sense um but uh we know we need to pursue it until God closes that door and opens another door so we just thank you and we thank you Pastor Mark and Pastor Hayward this morning for the opportunity to share and if you have any questions following this something we didn't discuss or anything you want to know further just find us and we'd be happy to chat with you so bless you all you've been listening to Cold Lake Community Church podcast We hope that you've been blessed by this teaching from Cold Lake Community Church. Thank you for your continued support of this ministry. Cold Lake Community Church, a place where families connect.